So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Tommy. And Evan from Broken Vow. And we're gonna ask them some questions today about their new EP, Sane Minds End. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about their sponsorship so far? It's been amazing. I mean, um, it definitely I, I I was you're always worried when something comes out that it's like it's gonna fall flat or it's not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, because whenever you put something out there, it's like a really scary uh it, it becomes from your thing and it's like everyone's thing and i think from what i've seen so far people like it probably more than the last one so that's All cool right. that's um, good not, not, nothing but positive thoughts in my mind about that so oh yeah we had our we had our release show the other day and um that was one of the best show experiences i've had in a long time maybe my entire time in hardcore that was one of my favorite shows i've been to um, our set was great, but more importantly, so was the entire night. It was great energy all around, and it was nice feeling like the EP that we put out kind of contributed to that environment. Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, I saw Listen. videos from that show. Fucking looked insane. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't make it, but I saw the videos. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Thank you. So, is there any any meaning behind the EP name or cover art? Um, so for the EP name, it's uh, Same Mind's End is just a, a lyric from track four, uh, Your Fate. And I kind of, we were like scrambling for something last minute. And in that kind of scramble, I popped up with Same Mind's End. And I just kept like thinking of it over and over again. And I was like, this could be applied more broadly to, because it has a very like specific, like personal meaning in the song. But um, when you like apply it to the rest of the the lyrical content, I won't go into too much depth, but it's just that it it connects in lots of little places that I thought was really cool. And having like one lyric that kind of speaks for the whole record is always really cool for me. So I wanted to do that. Okay. Sure. And the album art. So I, I'm sure there's some meaning behind the album art, but I think we're probably the wrong people to ask <laughs> because okay. we um are the artist Kyle Nyland. We basically just sent him the EP and the lyrics and we're like, go. And he just got back to us with the art and we were like, this is dope. Let's use it. So, um, yeah, there was, it was, yeah, if, if you want to, if you want to ring Kyle real quick, but yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> but, um, it's all good. Yeah. No, he's a, he's, he does great job. He does great work. Sorry. And um, he's done really good jobs with like other bands that we really look up to. So it was an honor to have him on the, on the album art for sure. And I think he did a great job. Yeah. yeah. For what it's worth. I think he killed it. I love the album art. I just have no clue what the meaning behind it is. So can you tell us a little about your writing process for the CP? So um, I'll, I'll take that. Cause Evan wasn't in the band yet, but um, <laughs> it was, um, it was very like fragmented. And I think the track one we wrote in like August of 2020, hmm. um, like a few weeks after I went back to college and then the last track we wrote like a month before we recorded in February. So it was very much like it was spread out over time and it was working around everyone's kind of like busy lives at that moment. Um, Cause like three of us were in college and the other two were working full-time jobs. So it's like, we had to take those little like pockets of time where we could get it and, um, and be like, okay, we need to write a song, like a whole song right now. And we're not going to, mm-hmm. until we have a song. Perfect. You know what I mean? So um <laughs> And so it was, it was very like, like these like little frantic moments spaced out over like months. And I think, I think you can hear that in the record. Um, And I think that for what it's worth, like that process made a good product in my opinion, but I think our songwriting process has changed a lot since then. And it's probably for the better. So. Sure. 
All right. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it. Evan, you go first. Stroke my ego. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually really funny because so we kind of have the we kind of have this running joke as like a larger friend group where we'll just quote uh, lyrics from songs that we like like very frequently, like where they don't really fit. And a lot of the times our friends will quote Tommy's lyrics to me. And it's really funny because I don't even know many of our lyrics. I think, I think Tommy, I've been a fan of Broken Vow for way longer than I've been in the band. And I all uh, maybe a hot take here, but I think Tommy's one of the best lyricists in hardcore. However, I can't list them off the top of my head. If y'all want to give me like five minutes to look at the band camp real quick, I can, <laughs> I, I can let Tommy go first. Um, I, I think, oh, I that that's like that's hard because it's like obviously it's mine um but i think the the lyric uh the fear mongers never keep their promises is i just you know it's not brilliant but i like it a lot just because it's like catchy and it like it speaks to like what i want to be like a bigger theme in broken vow and it got introduced on this ep so fear mongers never keep their promises that's 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 my pick for sure but um all right Looking at them now, I think I really like, I, I, I just needed to be reminded, I really like a gun to the head of executives whose success comes with their sin. I think that, I think that our most like poignant lyrical themes are the ones where Tommy really channels like the rage of kind of what our generation has been given from generations past. And I think he does a really good job, especially on that song Poison Pedaling of representing kind of like a generational anger that yeah i think he does it really well and um, awesome. for that for that song poison pedaling that was actually like entirely just like i was angry so i wrote about something i was angry about and there was like no editing for that song and i was like let me just do like this visceral like first reaction to not first reaction but like this capture this moment where i like had this unbridled rage and not try to like dilute it or like sweeten the pill or anything and be like this is like how i feel you know what i mean so mm -hmm. yeah unfiltered it's good all right that's such a good word and i should have used it <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> our um, wonderful lyricist here yeah <laughs> it's literally my job to know words so <laughs> you're doing great it's doing fine. great <laughs> um so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing the cp i think much like the um like the writing process it was just like all over the place because like I mean a lot of them were written around like when we were a lot of our first years of college and a lot of like finals weeks and kind of all of us then and now are you know young adults and like on the either on the fringe of adulthood or kind of in the uncertain stages of it and I think just because because of uh extenuating circumstances outside of writing the music of course when we were in there all all thoughts were away but um our headspace was very much like oh my gosh like i'm at this crossroads in my life and i i bet that did contribute more than i will give it credit for mm -hmm. but um it's a uh, i don't know it's always been scary to be like a young or like new adult and with like the state of like the kind of like existential state of the world right now makes it even scarier so i think there's just like a lot of weird fear <laughs> and a lot of uncertainty so yeah right. for sure yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> no it's okay 
so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Should they blast at a party? What do you guys personally recommend? I always send them the Bandcamp link because that's where it's easiest to access lyrics. And like I said, I think one of the strongest, if not the strongest point of Broken Vow is kind of like, not just like what how the songs sound, but like, what they're saying, the lore around like who's in the band and what this band has been through and what we continue to do with every single show. So I, I would encourage them to either read it on Bandcamp or to come out to a show. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Fully 100% agree. Couldn't have said it better myself. So. Oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Evan, first. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> crazy uh, <laughs> good start good start uh, 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 fast okay perfect oh, yeah. y'all one more bro wait wait no, that, was three. no that, was three. Oh, that was three i didn't i didn't i didn't hear the second one yet. um <laughs> uh did you say angry no okay angry Okay. Um, desperate mm. and um, sad. Good. It's perfect. So. <laughs> it's, it's it's very cinematic. I'll, I'll throw in Ooh. movie. Okay. <laughs> bonus words now. Okay. It's like okay. A movie, man. It's like a movie. All right. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, so, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? Um. I mean, I'm very like direct to like whatever you can get out of Broken Vow, like that's good. You know what I mean? I mean, as mm -hmm. long as it's like a generally positive thing, whatever Broken Vow means to you is what Broken Vow is. So, um, but it's 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 harder for me to like zero in on like a for that reason, it's hard for me to zero in on like one thing that I want people to get out of it. So I think I think kind of just building off that, um, I think hardcore in general there we kind of see polar opposites in terms of like tone when it comes to um how lyricists approach writing their lyrics like bands like have heart had this very like inspiring like you can do it i believe in you like let me give you the tools you need to like fix whatever it is that needs to be fixed versus bands like bands like peace test i'm wearing their shirt right now are yeah. very much like we're going to be we're going to really be negative and outline the problems yeah. that are in front of you and get you angry enough to do something about them mm -hmm. and i think tommy does a little bit of both i think tommy does i don't want to use the word complain he does bring up heavy issues and he also provides a solution sometimes but i think the general idea of where the lyrics of broken vow at least where i feel they should be taken and i'm not the lyricist so take that for what you will but is that it's just supposed to spark change if somebody changes their beliefs on something or if or if our band inspires them to like make a change in their life whether that be personal stuff or things outside of their outside of their personal sphere like i think that means more to us as a band than anything regarding like coming out to shows or streams or anything like oh, that yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, every every like person at the show and every stream is like an opportunity to positively impact someone's life more than it's like, you know, a half of a cent that we get. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right, half of a cent. It's, that, yeah. That's generous. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Purple Chur Doritos. Purple Doritos? Ooh. Churro like, bugles. I saw a tweet like five minutes ago that said like purple Doritos are better than like a home-cooked meal. And I think I might agree. Oh my God. I think, I think that's, that, that's right. Yeah, those fucking Doritos are pretty good. And there's, then, um, for, go ahead and tell me. There's in the... Uh, the sheets which is in like the i don't even know what part of the u.s you'd call that it's like the south mid-atlantic Mid seaboard yeah and they have these like tiny little like like they're like uncrustables but they're like off-brand and I, I i threw back like four or five of those like cool. in a row on the last tour i was on so it was like mm -hmm. Those are those are dangerous and like I shouldn't be let around them. <laughs> for, for drinks, um, Tommy and I are both big fans of like the canned yerba mate or whatever. Mm, I was yeah. talking about those with a friend last night. It is really weird that those are like especially popular within hardcore. I just wanted to point that out because like yeah. people talk about them within our little circle more than like any other part of like my life. So I find that interesting. Yeah, I think I, I hear pop punk kids talk about it a lot as well like i remember the first the first time i like tried one it was by someone who was like true blue like pop punk like man overboard gun t-shirt uh, like, <laughs> okay <laughs> so um yeah those i think they're like the official beverage of alternative music or something i don't know it's cool interesting if only war was still around for them to sponsor <laughs> um i've i've interviewed like 600 people and i haven't heard of it what is that drink i feel like i'm so, out of the loop it's it's so there's this there's this a uh, traditionally south american drink called yerba mate and essentially it's like just that but like in a can and but then also with a ton of sugar and like flavors and garbage that makes oh, nice. it really good <laughs> okay so, um, All right. and it has a ton of caffeine so like, oh there you go yeah if you if you like need to like stay up and like study for a final or like get through like a the night leg of a road trip like mm -hmm. just like four or five of those just across the span of like five or six hours <laughs> will, will do you well so okay. wow all right <laughs> all right that makes sense now yeah. uh, so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know where to like begin with that. <laughs> um, that's such a good question. I, I feel like I could give each bandmate, but I don't think I could give something for the whole band. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. what does what does what Broken Vow stands for like translate into in the food verse? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I mean, my immediate instinct is to just say impossible Whopper, but <laughs> pretty fucking good. Here's like, yeah, there's like, I, I we're about to go on a tour in like less than a month. And I made a joke to Tommy the other day about how probably the only thing I'm going to eat for that entire month is going to be like purple Doritos, impossible Whoppers and Taco Bell. Yeah. So oh I guess God. like that as one whole meal would be a good answer, but the yeah. Burger King Taco Bell, like crossover order. 
<laughs> like the contents of like a taco in the in, in like a hamburger bun or that something. That makes me sick. Yeah. I pray for your toilet. <laughs> I pray for whatever gas station you guys have to stop at. Holy for real. shit. Yeah, God, they're not dude. letting us get any of those snacks we just mentioned for no. sure. <laughs> um so for the last couple questions, we're gonna shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I'm gonna go my mom. So we're not a vegan band, but what? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna wait. Let me, let me, let me. I started a thought and then started another thought. Okay. okay. We're not a vegan band, but um, Tommy and I are both vegan, just for yeah. context. But my mom makes like, when I went vegan, she used to make, or before I went vegan, she made like these, she made meatball, spaghetti and meatballs that were really good. Mm. And she was just like, oh, you're vegan now. I'm just going to try like swapping a couple things in the recipe and making it vegan. And it is the best meal I've ever had. Shout out mm-hmm. mom, spaghetti and meatballs. I'd have that, but also like, but for dessert i'd have like brownie sunday something yeah Ooh. okay and, and your drink down. yeah my drink yerba mate all right i saw that coming <laughs> um i think for me it's got to be like the largest plate of like falafel and hummus that you could imagine yeah um and then like a cup like a stack like this high of pita bread mm-hmm. and then i love just water like I love drinking water and like, I need, I need it so bad. Um, so I just have like a huge like glass of water on the side as well. So speaking of which you left my, your water bottle out my house like two weeks ago. Oh, oh wait, really? I, Dude. Yeah, I've been, I've been... I told my dad yesterday. I was like, I have no idea where that is. And I'm so sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it's been found now. I'll give it so sick. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll see you just either that or just bring it to Cali. So. Okay. Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Harry Potter. What house are you? I, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> this looks so cool. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm in like the um, school, right? Hogwarts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're a Gryffindor. Dude, I think, I do think I took the test at one point. Mm-hmm. I vaguely... I think it was Slytherin. I think it might have been. That's you were interesting. A, here's I'm a bad how long, how long ago <laughs> did you take that test? How long ago did you take that test? Oh, dude, I was like 11 or something. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you're, you're choosing like the evil answers, you know? Yeah. You're, you're good. You're good. I'm an evil I'm, person. So. I'm also choosing um, a place from like a book and movie that I haven't read or seen, but it also just looks dope. So I'll choose Narnia. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a Shout good out one. Narnia. Right. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have um, I have this huge like my dad used to read me a ton of like fantasy books when I was young. So I've had The Hobbit read to me like seven times before That's I was even cool. seven years old. Mm-hmm. And we have this like giant volume of like every Narnia book, and I've been yeah. meaning to crack it open. And maybe that's this is my um, this is my motivation. So this is yeah. your calling right here. You got to do it after this. Yeah, I I have to. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to. Horrible uh, things will happen if I don't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I've done I've asked the last question and every single person we've spoken to has said that it is the most important question okay what's your favorite color green Purple. specific shade of both of those this green this exact green right here oh okay, okay. all right okay. So, yeah I've always I've been a big fan of I think I when I was little 
Oh. Ooh. And that's purple. Ooh. That's a nice it's purple. A little, like a dark, dark royal purple. Mm-hmm. I got my now. So. Oh. Nice. Oh, you match. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Right. I think when I was like a little, little kid, um, I like first learned like what traffic lights are. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, green means go. And I was like, that's my favorite color. Like, okay. <laughs> I, mean, valid like, I remember that being my like deciding process that I was like, yeah, that's the one. Like I love that's it. it. <laughs> so grind set formed at an early age. Oh my God. <laughs> that's... Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Um, buy our record, please. Um, <laughs> it's a numerality scene in Sunday drive records on either of their web stores. You can find it, um, broken bow HC on all social media platforms. And we're doing two tours, uh, in January. One of them goes down, uh, the East coast and another one goes around the Midwest. If you're from any of those places, come out and watch us. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you for now. This guy has been broken vow and we have been the good noise podcast. <laughs>